Forgotten Liam versus Evil. My arm is still absolutely gouting for that wasp stung me this morning. How does did it just land on you and sting you? Like I've not been stung for years. I've only been stung two different occasions. Once in the back of the neck, and I was in primary school. And the other time, it was dead inside a can of Fanta, and I drank it. <laughs> I like how you had to get the the brandy juice. And remember, you can, all, you can also buy other types of juice. <laughs> other other orange sodas are available. <laughs> uh, I just I walked out the door, and I just felt a thing landing on me. And I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck's that?" And it was just hanging out me, with stinging me like yeah. You fucking, you, you had that coming. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, so I had to go back in the house and try to get it off. And then my arm. Just paint been... it off? No, because it was attached and every time I pung it, it I ever said I pinged it, it would just ping back. Like it was fully attached to me. So my arm's still quite sore and numb and underneath it's solid. I don't know how I used to handle getting stung when I was a child because I can't handle it now. Any, any other time you'd be hoping that that's year now where it become B Man? And <laughs> real life, you'll probably just be at risk of like some kind of sepsis. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if Bee Man is the. I was going to say. I was going to say Wasp Man, but they've already is the Wasp. So, if then Bee Man would be more helpful. Wasps are just bastards all the time. At least bees try and help. That's what the people who love bees want. You think? This was de- This was a bee because this is the same one. Obviously, as I put up on Facebook, this is the one that I caught blocked a few months ago, and yeah, that's so- it. It's dying, so it's came back and thought, do you know what? This dickhead stopped me getting my hole, so I'm going to yes. make his arm numb all day. So the, bee, so the bee stung you, so the bee is a dick then, so it's not true. So it's, it's like a full-on hate campaign against wasps to try and say that bees are great and wasps are shite. Uh, these are tiny wee bees, though. Like, they're not honeybees. They're some sort of... I don't know. I learned the name of them after I cock-blocked it. Small bee syndrome. Yeah, really tiny. And the sting's not meant to hurt. It's meant to just be a wee bit annoying, but... I I beg to differ. This has been quite sore all day. Mm. We, we bastards. Anyway, welcome to Scott and Liam versus Evil, episode 111. I'm Liam. And I am Scott. And it's my pick, which I am excited to talk about. Be it positive, be it negative, you'll find out. But I'm excited to talk about Suspiria from 2018. Suspiria! Suspiria! That Rihanna song, wasn't it? Was that Rihanna? Yeah, I, think I, I so. thought it was like five. I thought it was a, an old, old 90s pop song. No, it was out like f- five years ago. Yeah. I'm not up to date with my popular music, Scott. Mm. I listen I think to junk. It, it may be, um, it may have been Disturbia right enough she sang, but. Yeah, that, no, the Rihanna song was a million percent Disturbia. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. <laughs> There I'm there, criticising my own <laughs> enjoyment of popular Thank music. Yeah, and it's you that get it fucking wrong. So, Suspiria, a remake of the Diary of a Gentle classic from 1977. You've seen Suspiria and you enjoy Suspiria original, yeah? Uh, I enjoyed the original, yes. Yeah, cool. Just to I get also, that out. Yeah, I also managed to have no knowledge of this um, remake before I watched it, other than the 70s version. Right, okay. So you just went in totally blind? Yes. I also went into Suspiria, like original, totally blind, and was wowed by it, especially the payoffs at the end. So, again, other than knowing the 70s story, the remake or reimagining, um, I had no knowledge of where they were going to go. 
it's pretty amazing how you could do a horror podcast for almost four years and have no knowledge of Suspiria and going blind <laughs> and watch it quite recently. You know what? You, you only see what you want to see. If you don't want to see stuff, then you, just, you don't see it. That is very <laughs> prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> you only see what you want to see. And on that note, here is the trailer for Suspiria from 2018. beginning she gave me things perfect balance perfect sleep oh, she wants to get inside of me i can feel her oh, she can see me when you dance the dance of another you make yourself in the image of its creator. I feel like I'm not even here yet. The damn black's incredible. One, two, three. The way she transmits her work. You have to decide what is it you want to be for this company. There's more in that building than what you can see, Doctor. Dangerous people. Three mothers, three God, three devil. Mother Tenebrarum, Mother Lacrimarum, and Mother Suspiriorum. Darkness, tears, <laughs> and sighs. <laughs> You're making some kind of deal with them. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. So the synopsis is a darkness swirls at the centre of a world-renowned dance company, one that will engulf the artistic director, an ambitious young dancer and a grieving psychotherapist. Some will succumb to the nightmare, others will finally wake up. It is directed by Luca Guada... Guadagnino? Guadagnino? Almost, almost. Luca Guadagnino. I always, always forget that you're Spanish. Yeah, of course. It's amazing. Uh, It stars... Also, by the way, I just uh, uh, I have just googled that director, and he is Italian. So <laughs> make sure we get those. Uh, that's a, that's an actual fact this time. We've cleared up our mistakes before this episode was published, so we're learning. <laughs> it stars Chloe Grace Moretz, Tilda Swinton, uh, Dakota Johnson, and various other Maya Goth, who will remember from that absolute shit show of a film that you picked that everyone else seemed to enjoy. What was that? Reason. The one with the three wee boys in the lassie and they're ghosts, but they're not really ghosts. Oh, yeah, that's ghosts. right. Uh, yeah. What was it, The Secret of Marabone? Aye. I remember Mia um, Goth from Cure for Wellness. And she's also in Cure for Wellness? Yeah. She was, also to Sh- she was also married to Shia LaBeouf for a while. Really? Yeah. I thought she was like 12. 
No, they met on the set of Nymphomaniac. But is that because Shalabus are an Nymphomaniac paedophile and likes 12-year-olds and married I don't them? know. He got his wang out in that movie and I guess I might need to... I don't know if I really want to go back and revisit that film, to be fair. Um, but she's they're divorced now and she's now dating Robert Pattinson. I honestly thought she was way younger than that. Uh, I don't. I can't remember how old she is. Well, she's obviously old enough to get married, so she's definitely not twelve. But... <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Depends. Well, she might be Mormon. You never know. <laughs> so yes, yeah, it's It's a it's a remake from the Dada Gentle film that everyone knows about. That is beautiful. That everyone loves. If you don't love it, then fuck you. It's... Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. It's uh, two and a half hours long. It's two and a half hours long, and it is. Uh, it went straight to Amazon Prime Video. Directed, well, like, kind of by the Amazon Studios. It's now been released on Blu-ray, as well, which is pretty cool. I thought it would only have a an online streaming release, because that's kind of what they suggested at the start. So it's good that it's now out in Blu-ray. If you like it, it's good. I'm holding my cards close this time. I'm not. I'm not throwing them up in there. You're, you're not letting us know if you have bought the, the Blu-ray or not. No. Okay. Definitely not. I also am um, let, not letting you know whether... In fact, I'll let you know I haven't bought the Blu-ray, but that's only because uh, I haven't... But that's not. That's because I had, I had no knowledge of this movie until I watched it, so yeah, I will also keep my cards close to my chest on whether or not I will be purchasing the Blu-ray now that I have watched the movie. We're probably the worst people to do a podcast with, considering we're both keeping our cards close to our chest, so the next hour will just be us quietly talking yeah. about a movie that we love or hate. You know that my, my notes are very always spoilery, so I'm sure that my tone will come out somewhere along the lines. Yeah, spoilerly, uh, spoilery and all over the fucking place <laughs> would be a good way to sum, sum your notes up. Yeah, well, the only thing is, is the, the details from the movie are in chronological order. Everything else is, is up for grabs. So we start with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz kicking about. Um, she's speaking German. I was like, is this, is this in German? Oh, no, no, it, it, it flip-flops about. It jumps languages. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Were you, were, you, were you angry from the get-go because you thought I'd picked another subtitle film? No, because, you know, i tell you what it is, right? I, I don't actually have anything against subtitles, but when you're trying to take notes, you need to look down at the notes you're writing and then you need to look back up, and you can't follow it all at once. Like, I always used to hear in Podcasts Under the Stairs when, when Barry was doing episodes, and he would say, I watched them twice. Once they watch the film and then twice to make make notes uh, ain't nobody got time for that do you know what I mean like, I've, I've barely even got enough time to watch movies in, in a wani let alone fucking sit and watch them twice but you could just write your notes down in kind of shorthand so don't take your eyes off the screen and just touch type a brief note you don't actually have to type I've been, every single yeah, no, word no, out I write, I, write my, I write them on my phone All right, I used to write them down in a book it's do you imagine all the autocorrect spelling mistakes if I didn't look at my phone? And you imagine my handwriting was bad enough as it was. Me try to read back my notes when I used to do them the handwritten before. So we'll just uh, we'll just take it that I hate subtitles. You're also a bit like Ron Burgundy with it. Whatever you put in the teleprompter, you're going to read. So no matter <laughs> whatever you put down your notes, you're going to read. Which is why you should touch type it because it would be absolutely hilarious. We'll review no movies. We'll get nowhere. But just a wee insight into your lack of a uh, typing ability <laughs> or writing ability. But, um, yeah, it's my lack of it's my it's the, it's where I'm in the autism spectrum. We're all on the spectrum, man. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, somewhere at the beginning, someone calls them witches. It's like straight away, straight away. We've we've we've, just, we've said witches. That is a major decision made in this movie on the assumption that the majority of viewers have seen the original because that's that's the surprise at the end of the original. I think. 
it's probably fair to say that if you are going to sit down and watch this, then you have you've seen the original. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because you do have some major cast in it. You've got Chloe Glace Moretz and Dakota Johnson and Tilda Swinton right there. That's enough for people to watch it that aren't into genre cinema and not be aware of the original. Uh, but I think if you're just a, a, a kind of general cinema goer, not even a fan, you see the word Suspiria, which you think, right, what the fuck does that mean? That's, that's not an English word. Uh, and then not a lot of people like that Dakota one. So they might just avoid it and hear it's about dance. So if they've not got love for the original Suspiria, they might just be like, pass. I'm going to watch Blood at Fart Lake or whatever that other one is that Baz found on Amazon. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think uh, I think it was it was it, it was a, a major decision to, to to give it away straight. But yeah. I think there would be a lot of people watching this who didn't know. However, it doesn't detract. I mean, it doesn't doesn't change your build up and your. Mystery as you go along. In fact, you could even be um, if you had no knowledge of the original. Uh, get her saying the word bit witches. You could just think, well, she's just calling them bitches, more or less. Yeah. Cool. I, th- I thought I just had a ghost in my house. <laughs> 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 I swear to God. What was it saying, Sam? Or was it just like ooh? No, it was. It was like mumble, like talking, but like muffled. Is there anyone in your house that could be locked somewhere that they're mumbling for help? No, they got enough sedative. They shouldn't be speaking just now. Oh, that was really. <laughs> that was gen- no, that, that genuinely unsettled me there. Um, right, wait, let me try <laughs> your, your rapid response of how whoever's in your house had enough sedative fucking <laughs> genuinely worried me. <laughs> Uh, now let's get let's get back to the task at hand here. So Chloe Grace is like in like a, a psychiatrist's office, kind of seems a bit kind of mental. Like she's um, manic and she's talking all about like how bad like she was treated, or whatever. And she's like, they took my hair, they took my urine, and then I thought, mind the time I told you about that book of spells I used to have, and there was so many spells required required you to boil your own piss. Yeah, witches love piss, man. Golden shower witches, water sport witches. <laughs> That's a good name for a band. Well, I've got Wasport, which is an excellent name for a band. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Um, so you've got this this kind of part where she's in the the psychiatrist's office and he's trying to listen to what she's what she's saying. There's quite a lot of frantic, choppy cuts in this scene, and it's, it feels like it's trying to create this feeling of tension and mania that Chloe Grace seems to be going through and try to get that feeling across to the audience. And I think it I think it kind of works. I think it's a bit like it's between that and making it look like the 70s, because it's set in 1977 and because it's the remake of the 1977 film, those kind of quick cuts, like, zoom into characters, and much like The House of the Devil, where it's it's doing that to give you that kind of aesthetic of the 70s. I do have, I definitely do have notes about the 70s and the aesthetic uh, somewhere in here. Um it's fine, Scott. It's not a competition, man. Calm down. <laughs> just, just. But I do. I, I know I've made points about that at some point, but I can't remember where they are right now. So, um, just hold, hold on to that uh, that note that you've just said there. Um, <laughs> so I've said I thought this was supposed to be at a dance school. This seems to be at some form of nursery, nursing, nursing home at the moment. <laughs> what is this? Right. Just when they're in his office. I know. I think they're they're either showing you. This is after the office part. I think. And this is either they're showing you um, the dance, like the the old 
people in the dance school, the, the mothers, or they're showing you maybe Dakota Johnson's mother getting nursed because she's oh, that kind yeah, of yeah, they are. Right. Yeah, they've cut back to the States where you see her mum on her deathbed. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out where, because it is different from the original because the original starts right at the, the girl from the States coming to the dance school and starting uh, coming in the door. And I, or maybe, in fact, maybe they did have an intro to it as well. But I certainly remember uh, Jessica Harper turning up at the, the dance school. That's where I believe remember it started. So that's what I was expecting. Yeah, that, and, is, where it, that is where it begins. Yeah. So it is, it's changed. They have kind of taken, uh, expanded on the story, which is interesting because it gives you something new to watch, which is always good. That's what you want from a, from a remake. You don't, this, you don't always want a shot for shot remake because that that sometimes can work because it's you've updated the classic and like to modern technologies and modern uh, techniques. But like you say, they've went for the seventies aesthetic and set it in the seventies, so you're not updating any of the camera techniques. They've actually purposely used old fashioned techniques to make it look like it is old, rather than use you know when you get films that are set in the seventies and they're. they're They've, they've used modern cameras and modern cutting techniques and stuff in it in your last it just doesn't look it doesn't yeah. look I mean I can all your costumes not look good but I, I know that you know you're this has been filmed last year yeah um the opening song sounds like Martin Gretsch um I, if you're not aware of Martin Gretsch he had a superbly haunting song used in a car advert years ago it's called Open Heart Zoo it's so creepy but it is also so awesome I've got it in like a you know, like a go to sleep pod, uh, playlist. You ever like yeah. listen to music at night? It's, it's, it's definitely on it. And a couple of times that particular song has woke me up. Like, cause it's where you're drifting off to sleep and that one comes on and you're like, depending, like if you like just what I heard in the house there, like a couple of mumbling voices, if, if you were on that kind of fiat edge, Martin Gretchen's song would, would just, you'd be like, nap, skip, move on to something else. So it's a, if it is him, it's a, he's a, it's a cracking choice. It's Tom York. He does the full soundtrack. Ah. Oh. Oh, we, we literally posted a, a picture of it yesterday, Scott. Yeah, I know, but I was wondering what you were doing. I wonder what that meant. <laughs> you know that wasn't the poster. I, was like, <laughs> I know, it's, it's the soundtrack. Tom York does the full soundtrack. Uh, not your guy. But now that you fucking mentioned him, we're going to have to put him in at the end of the episode rather Trust than Tom me. York. Trust me, it's a good song. Mm, we'll see. Uh, I'll debate that later. Now, this is where we get to meet Dakota Johnson. She's coming from the States. Um... And she also she casually drops her book to show that we're in Berlin. She's reading like Berlin Tourist Guide or something. Yeah. But when I see Dakota Johnson, I think Fifty Shades. I don't because I've never watched any of that nonsense. But, but when I think Fifty Shades, it's because I think that she's right filthy. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's allowed to be into, and, and that's totally fine. Like that's not a bad thing. Like to say that she's filthy, she's allowed to be into kinky shit. I'm just saying like uh, I I I enjoy it. Like it's good. It's a good thing. What a way to open up uh, talking about probably the most powerful uh, feminist female-driven movie by talking about how every time you think of Dakota Johnson, uh, it makes you think she's absolutely filthy. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's 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 still She can be a feminist and love getting rude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that up, is that a message out there to other feminists? Yeah, feminists like this is this is a thing. There's, there's 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 a there's a common misconception that feminists are man haters. They're not. I bet a lot of them are man lovers, cock lovers, and and fine lovers as well. They're all out there. Everybody's out there. And there's people out there who love um, fannies that used to be cocks, and there's people out there who love cocks that used to be fannies. And there's people out there who like. Do you know what I mean? 
There's step ever... away from the spade and climb out of the hole no, and just I am pretend digging, it's not I'm, there. I'm digging a, a safe space for everybody to sit round about and, and, and discuss because everybody can, you know, you can love and fancy and ride whatever you want, providing that that thing can consent. That person <laughs> can consent, not a thing. People are not things, right? Wait, I've dug a hole now. <laughs> Basically, I'm just saying is don't fuck animals. Don't fuck animals, but like people throw dicks and fannies at you with your yeah. permission and it's oh fine. yes don't judge. Yeah, absolutely you can do whatever the hell you want <laughs> so now we're at the dance school this is where the original starts now i felt like i was aware that the original uses bright red like the, the, they use vivid colors in the original and i was aware that this one is very gray yeah it's like Which, they've totally he's he's went the opposite the original colour palette, obviously because you you can't do the original colour palette without seeming like a cheap copy. Yeah. No no one can do Argento colours like Argento, so what he's done here to me is quite a bold move, uh, especially for a remake where he's just thought, no, this is something on its own, this isn't going to be scene for scene, this isn't going to be what you're expecting and what you all know and love about Suspiria, this is a new product and I quite like going into it, I quite like that, the first few scenes I thought mm, right, this is this is different, this isn't what I was expecting but bold move Mr. Italian Spanish man. <laughs> yeah, yeah so um, we get kind of introduced round about the dance school and they're all kind of practising and the rest of it and you're like sometimes dance is a bit fucked up isn't it like can't make a living out of this shit. Prestigious <laughs> dance schools and ballet schools are the worst, man. So pretentious. They don't even dance for anybody. They just dance for themselves and a bunch of penguins once a year. <laughs> the same with fucking Poet Laureates and Lord Provosts. But don't get me started either them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was near my notes to get you started about them. <laughs> uh, I never realised how much I actually enjoyed dance until the last episode of the last season It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Remember the, the dance with Mac in prison? Oh yeah, and uh, Sigur Ross playing. I have, I have never wept at a dance, but I, <laughs> I, I, I was teary there. That was that was beautiful. And then Black Swan and Climax recently. I was like, do you know what? I think I fucking love dance. So I was quite excited about getting into this, thinking I wish I could dance. Nobody knows this apart from Lena, and I probably shouldn't say it in a podcast. But I have always wanted to be able to tap dance, like since <laughs> I, since I was a wee boy. I would watch movies and be like, I fucking wish I could tap dance. But I would never like, say to my mum and dad, so they would take me for tap lessons because I didn't want tap lessons. I just wanted to be able to make that noise with my feet and be that good. And I think when I die, it'll probably be my biggest life regret not not being able to tap dance. Or just get someday for you uh, to tap dance on your coffin. Well, that would just... That's not a good way to go. No. If anything, if anything, that's worse. Not only did I go through life and not face up to my dream of being a tap dancer, now there's some guy tap dancing on my casket. <laughs> yeah. Show him what he could have learned. <laughs> well, someone has just got an uninvite to my, my funeral. Two people, actually. You and the guy who tap dance. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay the fuck away. Right, we get in- introduced to um, Mia Goth at this point. Now, is um, is she sexy? <laughs> well, I can't say yes, considering walking into this, I thought she was like 12. So <laughs> if I say yes, 
eagle-eyed, eagle-eared listeners will go back and go, William, how do you think she's sexy at the very start you thought she was 12? So I'm going to say no. Uh, fair enough. Uh, so my note was uh, Mia Goth, sexy or weird? Uh, but either way, um, apparently she can uh, smell bombs. <laughs> it's like it makes me the uh, uh, Titanic. Smell bombs, can you? Bleeding Christ. Only obviously they say smell ice. I'm so confused. I've got no idea what you're talking about. Do you not? Do you not quote Titanic on the regular? No. 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 I, mean, I didn't know where the bomb came out of Titanic until you said ice, and I, no, I, yeah, I yeah, kind of get it. But yeah. <laughs> um. That would be so Titanic I, two. Titanic two, even. Yeah, you can't get a t- well Titanic two is a thing. Let's say Titanic three. You can't get hit with an iceberg again because you've learned your lesson. But what you can get hit with is an unexploded torpedo at sea. Very possible. Unless my goth was in the movie, then the ship would divert its course because she sniffed it out fucking eight knots back. See that? Sea chat. I know my boats. Because you said knots? Knots, yeah. I didn't think that. Is that, is that how you measure no, that's, sea that's, No, that's a, that's a, a speed. A, a speed. <laughs> See me? I don't know my boats. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's bit do we know our witches and our dance. Now, I love the aesthetic to this, um, to the building that they live in. It is so seventies. Like, see the style and all the brown and orange glass. I absolutely love it. Like, I wish that I was alive in the seventies. Saying that, if I was alive in the seventies, I probably would hate it. To be fair. Like, consciousness there. I like. I'd want to be like. Um, if I was, if I lived in the seventies, I'd want it to be like the forties, like wartime. But in Berlin. Would you, really <laughs> well, you want, would you really want to live in uh, wartime Berlin? Yeah, well, it'd be never a dull moment, would it? And plenty, plenty of dull moments. Okay. <laughs> now they're they're doing some kind of voting thing, and you get like a voiceover as if they're all getting asked. You don't really see them saying, and you don't get to see who's saying what. But the majority vote for Marcus, and I don't. You don't really know what this means, or it means they're voting for the leader. I think between Marcos and Blanc. Um, and again, you don't really know who's who because um, they don't really attribute names to characters. I'd fe- I felt. I think you know who Madame Blanc is from pretty much from the get go. Did you? Yeah. They introduce they mention her a few times, and there's a picture up on the wall. Uh, as you like, as you first see the dance school, you see the painting, which is obviously told us uh, Swinton is Madame Blanc. Did you get that the old man is also Tilda Swinton? No. Did you not get that? So you still didn't get that? No. Is that new information? How the fuck is the old man Tilda Swinton? It's her in makeup. Did you did you not watch this and think there's something weird about that old man? Like from pretty much immediately into the movie. When does he come in? The very start. Oh, yeah. No, I, no, here we go. No, aye. Here's my note on that. Old boy eating his breakfast in the garden with a blanket doesn't look like a real old man. Did you not then think, I wonder who that is? I just thought they were going to become younger later on, but I didn't think anything of it. No, it's still this one. Is that why later on in the movie when he's in the nude he's not got a real willy? <laughs> yes. Okay, so what does that mean? Is it meant to be Tilda Swinton? Which means it meant to be. Jake's just like, turned up it... to work accidentally dressed no, like an old mean, man. Is it like... Is it like the way that Dick Van Dyke played um, the, the the banker in Mary Poppins? Like, you're, it's not meant to be Bert playing two characters. It's meant to be 
You're not meant to know who it is. I know. Is Tilda it? Swinton, is, it, is, it, is it the old man possessed by the witch? No, no, no. It's just Tilda Swinton playing three different characters. They're like totally unrelated. Three? And who the, the credits. Fuck is, who else was she? Marcos at the end. What, the big saggy old witch? Yeah. 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 Right, that's, I mean, you can't really tell there. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so where's, played, where's the point in playing the old man then? Surely that's that's ridiculous decision. But, ah, it's a ridiculous decision until you see what the movie kind of means and it's then an all-female cast. The only time men come into it are we like, if there is a man, I think the policeman's a man a bit later on. And that's kind of about it. You don't see men. It's all-female driven. Even the old man is played by a woman. But why? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that as we get into it, but... I think Tilda Swinton just oh, thought... You, be, you better have a good explanation for this. <laughs> I do. Because uh, my, 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 my overall encompassing view of this movie may change. <laughs> Let's keep going and see. But so did you Did you not... You just thought that that is an old man. It looks strange. You didn't think that's Tilda Swinton. I thought it was a young man if... Uh, I thought it was a young man with old man makeup on. I know. I kept looking. I was like, Lena, who is that? I said, that's who's playing that old man? And the more you looked at it, I was like, ah. I said, that's fucking Tilda Swinton. I mean, look at the eyes. And they're really soft. Because she's excellent in this. She, Acting-wise, she truly is brilliant. But She's always brilliant, though. Her, vo- her voice for his old man is very, very feminine. So I think... If you're not meant to know it's her as the old man, you should probably have put a different voice. Because it's a very soft, very feminine sounding voice. Which actually then kind of creeped me out a bit because if I didn't know it was Tilda Swinton, I'm like, right, there's something not quite right about this old man. And it would put me on edge anytime the old man came on the screen. Luring me down a false, a false path. I, I'm just still confused. I'm amazed that you didn't know it was hard, especially doing an episode where you think you've at least fucking Google the movie once or twice. I did, but it doesn't tell you that. It doesn't tell you. It, all it says is she's she's Blanco or Blank? Blanca. <laughs> Blanco. <laughs> uh, no, she. And the credits, they don't say that she's the old man. Aye, so, so how the fuck am I supposed to know? On IMDb it does. On Wikipedia yeah. it does. Oh, wait, hold uh, on. No. Uh, no, on Google it says Madame Blanc and then it's got like comma and then it doesn't tell you after it. It's like you don't get to see what it says. Well, trust me and this, it's definitely her. Um, and I'll, I'll, oh, wait, I'll... what? She's also English? What? Oh, what, do you mean she's, what do you mean she's also English? <laughs> My name's now says Tilda Swinton, brilliant Scottish export. <laughs> Why is she English? I thought she was Finian. She is Finian! Oh no, she lives in Nairn. Never mind. <laughs> She's born in London. She lives in Nairn. Here's a peek behind the scenes for the listeners to what kind of research each of us do for the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so that old man is Tilda Swinton. I'm, I'm delighted that you didn't know that and appalled and shocked. But does it change it now that you do? Now that you no, know I, what it was I, Yeah, I don't... I mean, I, as we get through it, you can tell me what you think the reason and why that decision was made, right? Right, okay. Um, 
So they start saying about how it was dead bad for Patricia and she's left. I was like, who was Patricia? And I'm like, Chloe Grace. I think that's... So they were all saying it's terrible. She got so upset and she had to leave. She got mentally ill and all the rest of it. And that's why she left. Um, But the older ladies at the dance company seem as if they're hiding something about where she really is. And then they're saying, they think that she's ran away. No, they think she's ran away to join the protesters. Uh And somebody says, if she wants to live her life making petrol bombs in a cellar, that's her choice. Um, oh no, sorry, that's not Chloe Grace. That's a, the new girl called Olga. They think's a way to join the. Uh... But they, they think she's done that because Chloe Grace Moretz was actually wanting to do that, and she kind of did leave the dance school to join the the kind of whatever the Bader Meinhof gang and all that shit was actually all about. Uh, she was wanting to get involved. And that political side, so when they're saying that that's what she's went to do, they're not actually, they're not really lying. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with the other girl, that's, they're just saying that's what she's going to do. Obviously, that's not the case for her, for Olga. Yeah. Olga is a uh, pan breed, is my note here. But I've also got a note here, and I think it's, a, I think it's an accent. I guess I might have... Uh, you have to pack pack your thing. I'm, I'm not Schwarzenegger. I'm not from Germany. I'm there from Austria. However, that's pretty close. You have to pack your things and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm so on Schwarzenegger. Yeah, <laughs> get out of this box of rabies. <laughs> you know, it's now going to be an ongoing thing. Anytime there's a there's a German actor or anything happening in Germany in a movie, you're going to have to do your German impression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not German. Yeah. Um, now, all the girls are kind of practicing, ready for the dance. The, the, the ones that aren't aware of what's happened, they're just turned up to like stretching out and limbering out. And I want to get the impression that all these people could strip off into a big messy sex orgy at any point. That's like what I feel like should be the general tone of this part of the movie. <laughs> what do you think? Eh, uh, why? Just because it's free and people can do whatever they want. Right, okay. Um, you think if you went to a dance school, that's what you, you just want to fuck everybody rather than actually dance? Uh, the European ones, I think they do. Yeah. Um, what's the deal with Big Glex in the corner? <laughs> what, the teacher? Yeah. Well, you find out what her deal is later on. Yeah, I know, but that's why, that's why I'm just asking it. Right, okay, the right, sorry. Um, she puts a spell on someone. Uh, Olga, she puts a spell on Olga. Uh, I've... Must have thought it was dead funny when I was writing this. I put a spell on you and knew you're greeting. <laughs> you drunk? Were you drunk when you were doing yeah, this? <laughs> and I said, "Oh no, I, no, she's not just greeting. She's uh, she's actually blind. That's a pretty good spell, and it's really horrible for it to happen to you." Is she blind, or is like at the very start? Chloe Grace Moretz talks about how, like you said, they took my urine and they took my eyes. If they are witches. Has the the witch or whatever it is that's happening here? Has it maybe took her eyes? Is that why she can't see? Uh, yeah, well, that's yes. So she's um, like it, it might not be, but is it maybe then that that, that is what the witches do? What do you mean, like take 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 her eyes to you to so her so big licks doesn't need big licks anymore? <laughs> no, not physically take her eyes. Yeah, no, but I mean, like remove her. I mean, like, re- remove her sight, so then you are in full control of the witches. Uh, if you can't see, you can't make decisions for yourself, you're 
you're walking around blind, being led by this force that's dragging you in, which is the are the witches. Yeah, and well, and then that force then takes her to the mirror room. Yeah. Now, this is when they're trying to find someone to take Olga's place at the dance because she was like the lead, and mm-hmm. uh, they can't get anybody. So Dakota Johnson says, "I'll do it." And like, right, okay. And she does the dance. She said she's watched that a million times, and so she knows it. But then as she's doing the dance. Olga's kind of reacting to the dance in some kind of way, like witchy spell way. She's getting thrown about the room and twisted and turned and battered. I'm like, do how many of them in the room know that she's dance battering Olga? I don't think any of them. No, except the mothers. Nah, I don't even think they know. No, because they, at, at this point. Dakota, Dakota's character, uh, Susie, is still just this new lassie that's come in as a dancer. They don't know what the the, the kind of reveal is. They don't know that Susie might not be who she says she is or what's going to happen. So right now they're just looking at her dancing and going, fucking hell, can you feel that? They're obviously feeling the power of the dance, but they don't know what's happening until they come across it later. Does Susie know what's going on? No. I don't think so. From what I've taken about, I don't think she knows because I don't think she knows what she is until closer to the end. Right. But that, do you know? I think that scene was fucking horrifying. Yeah, there was a bit when the uh, Olga, like Olga's jaw was getting um, detached, and they gave her a big uh, desperate dance in, and they turned her into that wee cartoon meme face. You know that wee kind of grimacing, that wee the wee line drawing. You know the one I'm talking about. Uh, they they turned like her right into that. The, is it not like four chan or something like that? The, the yeah. face that's always used. Yeah, uh, I, that's when I kind of sat up watching this movie. I was like, "Fucking hell!" I was not expecting the just that kind of violence and gore because her limbs getting thrown about and arms snapping as she's getting contorted it's disgusting it really is hard hitting and horrible and that it wasn't like that in the original Suspiria no certainly was not um let me see so it looks a pretty painful death definitely to be fair however she doesn't she doesn't die which is the even worse part of it and she pisses herself. Yeah, There's not, nothing, nothing good. Nothing good comes out of that scene. That's what I tell you. Well, um, witches love piss, man. <laughs> right. So then we then see. I don't know which one of the girls it is, but somebody has to go and uh, we got a close-up image of her pissing in a cup. I think it's Dakota. Um, just in case we couldn't imagine what pissing in a cup would look like. <laughs> and then I have just said the line, but my actual note here is: Tell you, man, witches love piss. Um, now they, this is the mothers come into the mirror room and Olga's like lying in a, a whole big pile of mess and bones and bruises and they're like don't hurt Olga I'm like that's a bit uh, too late for that I think but they bring out these weird metal hooks and they use the hooks to lift her but I, I, that seems difficult and unnecessary unless yeah I bet unless the hooks mean something what do they mean well, later on... Penises? When, no, I think the hooks no. are maybe like a kind of a ceremonial thing. Uh, yeah, but... You see how they react later when the hook goes missing? That It's obviously... Whatever it is, it obviously means something to them and that's how they dispose of of Olga. 
it's I don't know. I just seemed I just felt as if they could pick it and just pick her up. I know, and but for, for the witch powers, for the effect of those hooks going into her skin when she's all contorted like that. Oh yeah, it looked great. Yeah, it looks so uh, just nasty. It's just gritty and nasty. And so after this, we get because uh, Dakota ended up feeling sick from doing this dance. Um, she. Uh, Tilda comes in and says to her, you don't look better, or are you this pale all the time? I'm like, I'm very good, sassy. <laughs> um, and then, then they start talking about something else, and uh, Tilda says to her, what's wrong? Were you punished? And I'm like, uh, that, that's risky, were you punished? I'm like, aha, here comes the sexy tension. <laughs> but this is, and then they say they want to know what it feels like, like because it does get kind of kind of sexy. And she goes, "You mean fuck a man?" She goes, "No, I was thinking of an animal." I'm like, "Oh wait a minute, this is kind of going the wrong kind of sexy." Abort, <laughs> abort. <laughs> See next time, watch a movie less horny. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, all you're all you're doing right now is just wanting wanting shagging. And I think it, well, the, the movie's getting lost on you. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I'm still enjoying it, but that's what it is, because they did want to create some kind of sexual tension. Yeah, just the, the art of dance is sexual. That's why I always want to be a tap dancer. A sexy, sexy tap dancer. Yeah, exactly, and you, you don't think that uh, tap dancers fuck all the time? Possibly. Hmm. I'd fuck, if somebody came in in my room and did like a, a wee tap performance, like a Fred Astaire tap performance, I'd shaggle. <laughs> my, my pants would be off like fucking that, man. Um. So the, <laughs> you could literally <laughs> tap the you could tap the pants clean off me. Just uh, every time, every time the uh, it hits the hits the uh, the wooden the wooden uh, floor, your uh, belt unbuckles a wee bit, <laughs> and your trousers just go a wee bit down. <laughs> um. So we we now get a kind of uh, quick movement art house shots. Um. Jumping back. And th- over a whole bunch of different scenes, and somebody's getting punished with an iron, um, got an iron putting in their hand. I, I wasn't entirely sure what that particular scene was all about, so that's so I don't have any comment on it. Right, okay, just keep going through your notes. Um, then the police come. Yep. Um, and the witches. Uh, this is when Dakota finds out, sees that there's something not quite normal going on here because they've. They've kind of the the police are looking for the girls that went missing, like Chloe Grace and uh, Olga, and they're in the office, and and Dakota kind of sees through into the office and sees them both being kind of hypnotised, just standing doing nothing, but their trousers are down, and the the witches are flicking these wee dick and laughing at them. <laughs> and my, my note is my notes uh, dick out police. Some people pay money for that, getting stripped naked while clothed women point and laugh at your dick. Would you pay money for it? I I don't need to pay money for it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it free along with the man he just signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the the policeman, as far as I remember, unless I've missed something, and I'm sure somebody will tell me, uh, he's the only male, actual male actor in this, from what I remember. The guy that gets the dick out? Yeah. That's fair enough. 
No, wait, I'm, hold on, I find my notes here. I just, I thought I knew I had a panic attack there. Uh, it looked as if my notes were going to finish just there, but I'm sure it's that new iOS update that's just fucking everything up. I've got them back now. I'm just trying to find where I was. Um, right, I dick out pause. Um, so now we got another art house bunch of shots, this time with boobs and bush and some uh, spike wanking. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, the old man tries to get the police involved, telling them about the witches, and they re- they pretty much reply, "You think we've got time for this shit, man?" Um, and then I think so. This is when I, I've made comment on they've managed to create the time, and it's and it's set perfectly, not just in costumes, fixtures, and fittings. I feel, it feel it looks like an old film. It looks like it is from the seventies. Yeah, which is it's interesting that Suspiria was at the time it was just filmed as a current film, whereas. This remake has actually consciously went, no, fuck it, we're going to go back and set it in the same time yeah. as the remake. Yeah. Obviously set it in Berlin and set it at that kind of Cold War era Berlin time. But uh, I liked that. I thought that was that was bold. And the, the style, the way it looks, exact same as House of the Devil, where you're going, this is really fucking bold and slightly auteur cinema. Yeah. So... Dakota has found the mirror room. This is the room where Olga was killed in. Well, battered in. And uh, Tilda asks her what does she want to be for the company. Uh, and then she gets offered a, a whole bunch of different things, like the head and the body and whatever else, and she says, I want to be the hands. Like, oh yeah, a lot of finger banging to be done in this company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's a whole big rapidly, rapidly feeling that this movie's lost on you. <laughs> uh, so then she's like practicing, practicing uh, jumping because there's, there's jumping in the um, and the, the the performance they're going to do. And then she's like, she lasts for ages. So she's like, higher, 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 higher. And then she goes. Oh, you got it. It says, see, I only need to be told twice. I'm like, oh, do you need to be told twice? You'd be shouting higher at you like 50 <laughs> times. <laughs> Did you get what was happening there? No. <laughs> I'm not just assuming that the answer's no, unless there's finger banging, banging or people fucking involved. And she was jumping a bit higher. But then when she wanted to stay to the ground, do you, do you get why she didn't want to jump higher or why she was saying that she feels... She feels a power to the floor. No. No. Okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, see if you practiced and practiced, you think you'd be able to jump really high? I will. Within reason, I don't think... You can't just keep practicing and suddenly you can jump like a bus. <laughs> but I'm sure if you just kept jumping, uh, the leg muscles will be able to propel you further up, like maybe a couple of, a couple of centimetres. Why? I mean, Why is that what we're talking about? I'm just wondering, like the because the, I've watched that boy run the marathon in less than two hours just recently, and I thought, I wonder, like, what my body's capable of. Like, if I jump the now and I jump to say six feet ten, could I eventually jump to like seven feet ten? Oh, well, as wait, what? Do you think you can jump <laughs> six foot ten off the ground? No, my my head reaches the line of six foot five just now, so I could jump five inches. Is what I'm saying. Right, okay. So and then I'm saying you could add, you add could... an extra foot onto yeah. the jump. Yeah. Possibly. Or more. Probably not more, but try it. For a year, for a year, I'll just practice jumping, and then we'll see how high I can jump. <laughs> right, right. You've got to then upload it all to <laughs> the group every day. 
we want a 10 second video of you practicing your jumps. So you have to wear a different outfit every single day showing us that you're practicing your jumps and at the very end on the Christmas night out we'll measure how high you can jump. I'll uh, I'll not I'll just amalgamate it all together and remember those videos where the fucking losers took pictures of themselves every day for like six years. Yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> um right, uh, Big Glex is there enough of this shit? She Again, opts out. Another another scene where it's like fucking hell man. Like he keeps luring me down a path of right, this is just gonna be an arty an arty dance movie and then bang Here's something horrible, violent, disgusting, gory. And then that's it, back to normal again. Here's, here's some bush, here's some dancing, blah, 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 blah. Bang, here's somebody cutting their throat. Um, yeah, and, but why did she do that? Just because she's obviously, by the way, a lot of people voted for uh, Madame Blanc or for Marcos. So maybe she's not comfortable with what the the other witches in the coven are planning and doing because she sees what's going to happen obviously they're, they're, they're priming one of these girls they were priming chloe grace moretz uh, now they're priming susie to be taken over by marcos so marcos can continue in a new body so they're basically taking these lassies that they might grow attached to obviously till this one does grow attached to her and they're now about to basically sacrifice her for this old witch bag downstairs. So she obviously isn't comfortable with it and at that point it's just got too much and she's thought, fuck it, I'm out. Mm. Alright, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> um, so the, the the next time we see uh, Dakota and Mia Goth, Dakota's talking and Mia says, you sound like Patricia, who I believe was Chloe Grace, who obviously so, uh, Dakota's starting to sound like she's Fallen for whatever it is that Tilda Swinton's leading her on, like whatever yeah. the witches are getting her to do, she's starting to kind of go along with it, and then she starts speaking French, and then they're like, "The big performance tonight is the night." And I have my note here, so they've basically got a uh, people. Uh, there's an audience, and the old man's in the audience. There's men in the audience. Right, okay. They don't, they don't say anything. Right. If that if that keeps in. Tone uh, in line with your it does, it does. Woman thing. Uh, so I'm like, they're going to use uh, witch dancing and piss boiling to kill that old man, aren't they? <laughs> um, I also just love the fact they're all smoking. It's just so seventies, like just anywhere there's no like smoking areas, I ain't just fucking smoke anywhere and everywhere. Uh, so this is when we find out that all the girls are still alive: Patricia, Olga, and the rest. I'm like, are they used? Are they used to keep witches young? Is that what's happening? Or, or at least alive, because the the witches they're not they're not particularly young, or they're they're all old women. Like a lot of them are old women. They're not particularly like they're not overly beautiful as such. You know how like in Hocus Pocus when they take the kids' essence and they actively like lose wrinkles and look better kind of stuff. It's not that's not what's happening here, or it's not what appears to be happening here. Yeah, I don't th- I don't think they're alive. An ogre, an I think they're pretty much. Fucked. They're, they're, like, they're dead, but they've, they've not fully crossed over. And is it because of the spell that's keeping them there? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> so they start doing the dance, but Mia Goth hasn't turned up to the dancing. Uh, so they go and start without her, but she starts to come. But she's getting 
she gets the dance magic this time. She's getting broken bones all over the place. She's got like a broken leg. But then when she turns up to the performance room, she's like walking in. Bear in mind also that she comes across Chloe Grace Moretz downstairs, who is obviously not right, is decaying a bit like a corpse, and then when Maya Goth right, yeah. gets hurt and stuff and turns up to the dance, it's like there's a there's a power control in this because these people aren't alive. But it just so happens that it's the one that was getting primed for Marcos. Uh, I think with Maya Goth, it's something to do with that as well. I can't actually remember uh, why she was kind of getting taken away. Uh, rather than not, she was also getting primed for it, and now Susie's kind of taking over. But I think when they're at the dance, they aren't they aren't human. The dancers aren't human, or the as in the, the, the girls, as in yeah, Maya Goth, okay. uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, and Olga right. aren't they aren't alive. Okay. But so now, when Mia Goth comes back, she, did she, when she comes to the room, she's able to walk on her legs, so she got healed, came to dance, and then breaks her leg again. Yeah. The power okay. of magic. Okay. <laughs> See, if you were in the audience, right, and you were not aware of the witchy part, what would you think after you watched that show? And they say they've been doing that at the dance company for like 40 odd years. I would. Obviously, the only reason I'm in that room watching them dance is because I'm a fan of dance and that dance school. It's not like it's a, a sellout crowd that don't know what they're expecting. Okay, alright. What were you? What are you thinking? You're sitting there thinking, oh man, I could fuck all these people. That's what you're thinking. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking, I'd, I'd be thinking, like, oh, these people could fuck whoever they wanted, really, if they, you know, if they wanted to. So I'm saying, like, everybody's got their own choice to do whatever the hell they want. What I'm saying is, Lauren's a dancer, and she watches things like Britain's Got Talent and the dance groups come on, and she picks up the timing, and she watches all the different things. I watch it and think... Another, they just look the same to me. Bring the bands on because I play music, I play instruments, but she dances, so it's like, do you know? Yeah. So obviously you wouldn't be part of this. You wouldn't be watching that dance thing. No, I wouldn't be there. Yeah, you're you're not turning up going all where are the bands. Listen, mate, there's no bands. This is a dance school. Yeah, I'd be like, geez, I'm out, man. I'm out. <laughs> you've got to say it in German. You've got to say it in German, though, because you're in Berlin. Dusty's Scheisen. <laughs> good wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> so after after the show right um did we get telepathic passive aggressive gaslighting here like tilda telling dakota that she fucked up the dance it was her fault but then i was like wait is, is it telepathic are they talking i can't tell their lips are moving <laughs> they're not talking i think they there is a connection right so can... there was part of it that was tele- telepathic then right? yeah okay, yeah good. Um, so then it jumps to the, which is now Act 6 so it's been split up into Acts as it's been going on so this one is now Suspirium like are these made up words like I mean are they, they maybe are they Italian words no I can't think yet yeah okay well to me they're made up right so these are made up words <laughs> and one of the names is <laughs> one of the names is uh, Tenenbrom and one of our gentles other movies is Tenebrae are these linked yeah okay they uh, <laughs> Suspiria, Inferno, and Mother of Tears are all about the three the three mothers. They're all linked. Tenebrae is, is unrelated, but the the witch was always a mother Tenebram or whatever it is. Uh, but Tenebrae is not linked to that at all, although it's her gentle. Is so is that the order Suspiria, Inferno, and then Mother of Tears? Yeah. 
because I've got Inferno, but I've never watched it. Infer- Inferno is probably my, in fact, it is definitely my favourite. Oh, really? I think, yeah, I think Inferno is fucking incredible. Uh, the way it looks, the underwater scenes, I think it's brilliant. I've always, I've always enjoyed it more than Suspiria, although I love Suspiria, but I think Inferno is just a, a different level. Uh, Mother of Tears, I've only ever watched it once and I wasn't keen on, but I maybe need to go back and actually rewatch it. I might watch it. Definitely, definitely check out Inferno. Yeah, yeah, I might do it. Um, Although, saying that, if you're not following the story and that's a lot of other movies, Inferno might just fucking blow your mind because, like the original Suspiria, there's very little plot. It's just loads of ideas thrown together and it looks good. I don't know if you could handle that. Uh, well, I'm happy to watch it anyway. I need to I need to uh, bulk up my 31 for October. I've not been doing too well, but I've got obviously these two days today and tomorrow when I've got days off and Lon's working. I've I'm just been filling it with movies and not movies for episodes, so I don't need to be taking notes so that I can just stick them on. Actually, and, pay uh, attention. Aye. <laughs> well, watching Fenner then because it'd be interesting to because I did not expect you to like Suspiria when you first watched it. I was quite taken aback when you posted about it and how much you enjoyed it. I thought, fucking hell, man. Well done, I just like uh, throwing curveballs at y'all all, all you the do. time. You can never figure out where I'm going to be at any one time. You can never figure out how your brain works. Well, that's that. Keep me guessing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the old man has found an old bird. It's, and I was like, is she a witch? Or is it's this a spell? <laughs> Aye. I got that eventually. But, like, but they... Like, did she escape making him think that she escaped the Nazis or she wasn't actually there? Aye, they were trying to, they need a witness for the the kind of ceremony that's going to happen at the end and a male witness would be better because it is so, witches are the only kind of image of female power, like in society, when you think of power and you think of either big muscly men or businessmen and when you think of a powerful woman it's like a woman in a business suit which is just a kind of parody of masculine power there's very little truly powerful women images just now and I think that's where that's why witch movies that, that, that's as close as you're going to get to that if you look at uh, if you look at any of those uh, clothed female nude male videos on online there's a lot of powerful women in them <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, uh, I, what, so, what, what ne- question did you ask? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so, we're, we're now at a drunken dinner party. All the women are in this, this restaurant and they're having a, a whale of a time singing and all the rest of it. Uh, well, Tilda Rice and Dakota stare at each other from across the other ends of the uh, the table. They're either wanting to fuck each other or they're wanting to, one's wanting to replace the other. Did you just call her Tilda Rice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, like Tilda, Tilda Rice. It took me a while. I thought, like, I, I, that's even close to sweating, and I was like, oh, he's talking about fucking microwaveable rice. Yeah. Uh, I've I, I've picked the wrong movie for a, a, a podcast that I co-host with you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I picked this today. I thought, do you want to get some interesting chat about this? I really want to chat about it, whether I like it or not. Like I, I want to chat about this movie because it's, it's hit me in the feels with absolute fucking disdain or absolute love. It's fine. I've got some interesting chat for you, Scott. And so far, you've just referred to it as rice and talked about shagging. 
Yeah. Like there'll be a lot of people jumping to Team Liam this week, <laughs> and a few, a few rice eating perverts uh, switching over to Team Scott. Do you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm almost at the end of my notes. Right, I had to say that there was chat on Flick about um, people, people liking Dakota Johnson and people not liking Dakota Johnson, and I weighed in with, "Oh, you are either got, you are definitely going to be bunnies, are going to be on Team Scott this week after hear what I have to say," and I realised. The only thing I've said about Dakota Johnson is she looks filthy. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> as, as good as looking filthy can be, huh? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Like, Lena hates Dakota Johnson as well. Uh, Rachel in the group hates her. Kate loves her. I, I don't get where the extreme emotions are for her. Alright, Fifty Shades of Grey it was a load of fucking nonsense. I liked it. I, I'm saying that I've never, I've never watched the movies. I've got no intention of watching them. I don't care how many people tell me that it's alright. I'm never going to watch it. I don't care about a lassie being forced to shag a guy just because the guy's rich. That's not what happens <laughs> in the movie. I've watched. Do you know what? I watched a clip of I think it was the third one where the guy ends up like. Helicopter crash, yeah, and they're just... watching it. They're watching it in the news, and fucking two seconds later, he walks in, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's alive!" They're yeah, still... we're not they're... Him. That's that's the point. It's 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 an absolute farce by this point. It's it's daft. They know it's daft. That's the whole fun and games. Well, I've got no interest in watching that. But does it make me hate Dakota Johnson because she's in it? Absolutely not. Uh, other than that, I don't have any. Like preference about her, like she doesn't offend me, and I wouldn't go. Oh, Dakota Johnson's that. That's a movie I want to see. She's just, I, uh, she's there as an actor. I like her. I think she's brilliant, and I think there's a kind of quiet confidence about her. Like when she's almost whispering when she talks, but you're like, but I believe her. Like she's she's got like knowledge that she's not letting on to. That's why. That's how I feel. <laughs> you like her because she's filthy. Go on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Do. Right. So. What are they going to do to that old man? And what's he got to do with his wife? That's what I'm asking. They've at, got him at the table, did you notice that Dakota Johnson stands up and moves to the head of the table? And like her demeanour starts to change? Uh, I I don't know. Well, I did think the two of them were wanting to kind of switch places. So like I was getting the idea that she was going to be... She was like like more powerful or more switched on to what was going on than, uh, than what... Than what you're allowed to believe. Yeah, what, yeah, what she yeah. previously um, appeared. Right, okay. Now we're at the ritual in the basement of the dance school. And <clears throat> uh, do you want me to tell you what my notes say? <laughs> <laughs> For comedy reasons, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'd be surprised. I, I said, well, I took no notes during that whole ritual scene because... A, not only did it deserve my full attention, but B, it commanded it. Fuck me, that was a wild ride. And the old man's still alive. Yeah, that scene is, yeah, very, very hard time. Did you at any point see it coming, or was it just, like, totally gobsmacked you? Like, the the way they went about it, like, I didn't see it coming that way. Um, I don't think you could be prepared for some kind of demon to walk out the basement and start exploding heads left, right and centre. Yeah. But um, by seeing Dakota Johnson turn up and say like, "No, like I'm actually the boss here," uh, I wasn't I wasn't gobsmacked by that. Um, 
Because that, that's 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 the big twist in the movie. That's in right. this version of Suspiria, Dakota Johnson walking in there and what happens. That's the that's the massive curveball in this version of Suspiria. Right. Um, the day before I watched it, because like I say, because of my shifts and, and stuff as well, I had to watch this this one in parts. Um, so before I watched the last part, which included the ritual, um, on Instagram. Someone that I followed randomly posted a, a poster for Suspiria that had the vagina chest in it, plus the demon thing that walks around exploding heads. That was like this the poster they used with their tagline "I am she" is in quotes. Right. So I was like, I, I like that was of any if, if it could have been spoiled, it, that was, it was spoiled for me before I got to it. Right. So you then you understood what was happening in that scene. Um. Well, I understood that everybody that voted for Marcos was getting their head exploded. Right, because Marcos wanted to... She has claimed that she is Muller Suspiria. Right. Tilda Swinton is like, she's actually fucking no. She's definitely no Muller Superior. That's why she wants the power. She thinks Marcos is just a fucking roaster. She's at it. Then it comes to the point where it's Susie. They're going to take all, like... Marcos is going to take over Susie's body she can dance, she's young, she's fit she's got this power that they can't quite explain so she's going to take over her body so she can live for longer and get out of that old shell horrible thing did you notice the baby's arm hanging off yeah, her arm? yeah I know yeah as if she's tried to do the, the ritual before and it's not yeah, worked fucking disgusting uh, but then what happens is that Susie comes in and like when she sits at the head of the table the, the power she's been feeling the, the other witches have kind of seen it in her that maybe Marcos isn't Mala Suspiria and it turns out that actually Susie is a reincarnation of Mala Suspiria and she doesn't like what's been going on she like doesn't get the that people are abusing the power Marcos has been abusing the power by claiming it to be her and acting appropriately to that so Master Spirits came back and just went, do you know what? You and all your followers have fucking abused power for too long and now I'm going to see an end to it, which is very kind of reflecting what's happening in Hollywood just now. It's kind of like when uh, cult leaders like for, forbid stuff but go and do it themselves. Yeah. It's also kind of the way that if, if God existed and came back and looked at the state of the world, he'd be like, Fucking all oh, you bunch of fucking idiots! What have you done? Yeah, that's just what I would take and it as. I, I think that's why the Nazi story with the, the death camp and stuff is also running underneath it to show you that what's happening now, say Hollywood, where everybody's fucking sexually assaulting everyone, it's all coming out where people are abusing their power, the same as the Nazis abused their power and the followers abused their power. And that's what I was meant to show. Mars Hesperia is now back and thinks, right, let's fucking clean this up and do this right. And then the demon thing that she brings is death. Basically, so death then walks around and blows up heads in what could be the greatest movie scene I have ever witnessed. <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, was pretty damn good. And then, she, and then she walks down to the three girls who we've seen, Patricia, Olga and Mia, and... Uh, me, we also didn't talk about during the ritual Mia's, uh, Mia Goth's stomach gets cut open and they just pull out her guts. Yeah. It was 
the, practi- the practical effects and stuff in it are great. Really, yeah. really seriously good. Uh, and she walks down to the three girls who are standing and they say, what do you ask like, from me? Because like, I'm the super duper witch, I can do whatever. And do you think they would say maybe like a million dollars or, you know, to, you know... God, she's standing there with her stomach ripped open and intestines <laughs> out. I think the last thing in her mind is a million dollars. Well, all three of them ask for death. And then so she kind of kisses them and they just go boom to the ground and die. I think they die because they still kind of move about after they drop. They don't just drop lifeless. They Some of them roll about. One of them rolls into the fetus position and one of them kind of still kind of moves about. So I don't really know what's going on. Nah, that is, she, she, they ask for a death because they're currently stuck in limbo. Yeah. They're not alive. They're, they're these kind of zombies, would you say, to this Marcos witch so what they want is just a peaceful death and then they get that yeah they no after that then they they see them you see them cleaning up the so you've you've got the old man so the old man's alive and he's in his bed and they um dakota johnson's talking to him and then she puts her hands to the she tells him the story like you said about the nazis about how his wife uh died so because this is part of like the old Man's wife was killed in an act of Nazi cruelty. She was forced to stand naked in the cold for hours as a like quote unquote census is the kind of stuff that they used to do um to people and it should explain how she died cold, but she died thinking of you, she wasn't scared and all this kind of stuff. And then she made the old man forget everything about the witches. Mm. This is when you said to me at the start that Tilda Swinton was the old man, I thought, is this like what's that then? Like I thought you meant that Tilda Swinton then her character went into the old man's body and then she made to forget who she was. But that's now. Nah. Is it just? Is it just? She's just dressed. What, what decision was made for her to dress up as the old man? I think Tilda Swinton has just thought, "Fuck it, I'll I'll happily play these different characters." The whole movie, to me, is that it's a it's to show female power. For years, women have been abused. Be it sexually or in the media and whatever else this movie is all about women kind of standing up for themselves becoming stronger fighting back against the the kind of oppression would you say so i think it's maybe a conscious effort of right let's make all our main characters everyone that's got a speaking line around in this let's make it all female when was the last time you seen a full female cast that wasn't in some daft movie like Pitch Perfect or some fucking Mean Girls? Not Mean Girls, an excellent movie. <laughs> I'm not slating Mean Girls, but when have you ever seen a powerful movie? It's as hard hitting as this that it's just full female driven. Yeah, but I, I, I would go and say like, when, when have you ever seen a movie that's as powerful as this that's full male driven? Countless movies. I don't. I think there's always women in. There's all. There's always women in it, but the women aren't doing anything strong. The women are there to to cook, to be wives, to clean, to look after kids, to talk about boys. The Sometimes women aren't, <laughs> the women aren't there to be these powerful images, basically. Uh, so I think it's just been a thing where right, why why not? Let's just do something a bit different here. Let's let's make it an all female cast, and again bold as fuck from the director and it works speaking about the cast you know how when the the old man sees his wife yeah you know who that was who jessica harper 
Oh shit, yeah, no, I do, I, I do know that. Yeah, yeah. She still looks well for her age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, so back to the, so after the the clean up, um, we then see the a scene that just looks at the sky. Uh, there's railway cables and the sky is bright blue and the grass is bright green and instantly I'm like, is this the future now? Like the colours of the grass and the sky, everything looks, me feel as if it's now and then it goes across and sees some people and then you spot the iPhone and I'm like, yeah, it's now, this is it, it's the future. Ah, fuck me, I love cinema. (laughs) Uh, So you got what then happened to the old man? You got why Susie was there? No. She, she doesn't, Marla Suspiria doesn't like what these other witches, the folk that were following Marcos, did to him by making him witness that and kind of break him down. And he, he doesn't he doesn't know what happened to his wife. So Marla Suspiria visits him to go, right, this is what happened. Like, this is, this is where your wife went. And the world needs shame and it needs guilt, but we don't need yours. You're, you're, a, you're a good person. You don't deserve this. And it raises his memory of the witches, of what happened to his wife. And that's how when the, the maid then walks in, he's like, who are you? Because he doesn't remember. But, but obviously you don't know the extent that he, he, his memory's been wiped. But then just so he's not hurting anymore, just so he's not in pain, Marissa Spiria has kind of approached him with a, right, no, you're, you're a better person than this. So is Marissa Spiria a good witch? Is she... Because she's looking out for this old man that hasn't done anything wrong. He's not... He's been trying to help. He's a psychiatrist. He's been helping the young girls that came to him. So she helps him by taking the pain away, essentially. Yeah, she's like uh, the good witch at the end of the witches. Yeah, and that's why it zooms in at the end with the kind of love heart with A and J. And what did that mean? Yeah, well, he's Joseph, and his wife is whatever it was. Uh, Anka. But Anka. So I, but I don't get who who wrote that then. Well, it still happened. Him and his wife and that. Everything they done back in the day, they, they, they still were husband and wife, they still were a couple, they still she did still get killed in the concentration camps, but it's erased thought, from his memory. But I I thought wait, so but he was only really there because Chloe Grace had went to his office and told him like about what's happening, so he went to investigate. Told him what ha- what's happening and then he didn't like he didn't quite believe it, and then when he started talking to, so that's why that's why Maya Goth then get killed because she then, when he starts talking to her, she then starts revealing stuff, and she steals the the big hook thing you're talking about earlier, and then he fucks it into the water. That's why she gets killed. I forgot about that. Uh, so yeah, he then starts to think maybe something is happening here, and just investigates, and then they use him as a witness to this ceremony. But he's lying there while death's popping heads off left, right, and centre. Hmm. That's uh, my take on it. I think yeah. it's quite. Uh, obviously, you can take all different. We we do get it. an after credit scene. Did you see this? Yeah, I did not see that. So there's an after credit scene um, that shows Dakota Johnson right up at the camera, looking just slightly off um, the top corner, and looks as if she's either making a mark on a wall with her fingers. Then she looks off to her right. And then walks away off to her left. I thought, I don't know, I don't know what that was. I don't know if it was showing that she's still going on, like because you've already had the jump forward to the future, and then you get to see her because her hair looks frazzly. It doesn't look as conditioned as it was when she was like the young girl that turned up at the dance school. It looks more kind of like 
elderly looking, like old, as if she's mm-hmm. not styled it, but her face still looks the same. So I don't know if it if that's just to show that she's still there, like she's still going about her uh, witch business. Or maybe she's going to, like, she came back and cleaned things up in the 70s uh, with people that are abusing power, and now we need her more than ever because that's exactly what everybody's doing. They're all abusing their power politically today, and then this is, this is then the clean-up. Is it maybe just to die to show you that? Like you, you, what we need right now is a fucking Muller Suspe- uh, Suspiria to come in and just clean slate. Yeah. Possibly. That, that is what the world needs. It does. <laughs> and you have to wonder, will it happen? Probably not. <laughs> is that the end of your notes then? Yeah, just my final summation after that. Can I just say, for your, for your notes, say like you weren't paying attention to the movie because you're too busy writing your notes... You could honestly have just not wrote those notes. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> and paid full attention to the film. Aye, but the thing is, my memory is so bad that if I didn't have these notes, I would come on to do this episode and be like, um, I fuck knows what happened, mate. <laughs> Essentially, that is what you did. But all right, okay, well, what's your, what's your final summary? <laughs> my final summation is, that was brilliant. But due to it flipping between languages and the nature that the characters aren't addressed straight with their names, like Marcos and Bonk, I found some of it hard to follow, but I will be watching this again, many times, and I'm sure the whole story will unravel itself to me over those watches. This is a rare occasion when I love and want to own both the original and the reimagining. I'm calling it a reimagining because it's not the same story. It's taken the skeleton and put new meat and muscle around it. It's interesting, well acted, set design's impeccable, it's art house and horror, and that end ritual is a superb payoff. Now, I need to think about this for a while. goes off and for a few hours, and yes, I'm happy about this. Five vagina chests out of five. <laughs> five out of now, five? this is what I've been toying with, because I knew that was my score all the way through it, because I scored it this morning. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about Tilda Swinton being the old man. But why, how, why does that change anything? I don't know. Why is it not just an old man? Why does she, why does she need to dress up? But what does it matter if you didn't notice it anyway and you still gave it a five? What does it matter if, after the fact, it was Tilda Swinton? I don't know. There, there might be nothing in it apart from she just wanted a laugh and thought, right, I'll play the old man. Yeah, but it's such, a serious, it's such a serious, powerful movie. Why does she need to? Why did it need to be? Why did it need to make have a laugh at that? But, but maybe it's not a laugh. Maybe it is because they want to show that this is a, a full female cast. Give, give women their time to shine because they've been fucking put down, especially they're now in Hollywood. And I think that's what all that kind of all those feelings are very on the nose. Where politically we're fucked up very similar to what happened with the Nazis. So let's have a Nazi storyline to show you that politically this is where we are right now. And then the the people abusing their power, fucking Harvey Weinstein shagging everything left, right, and centre. That this is right. Here's an all female movie showing you what is happening right now and how fucking horrible it is. I can make sense. I don't I think they should change the voice because it was kinda of obvious that it wasn't played by a man. But other than that, I still thought our performances the old guy. The three performances she put in were totally different. And it really gave me an appreciation for Tilda Twin where I've always just thought as a good actress but kinda of weird. But this it's like no she can actually she can seriously fucking act. See the fact that she lives in Nairn? She's lived there for ages, right? Mm-hmm. Nairn's not that big. Do you want to go we, and meet her? Yeah. 
and asking her why she was the old man. Um, yeah, eventually. I mean, not, that was not the question I'll lead with, but yeah. What, what question will you lead with? Why are you kicking out your garden? <laughs> why are you staring at me outside your window? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The school will go up on Sunday because Nairn's, what, two and a half hours away? Uh, well, I don't know. It seems Wikipedia seems to think it's in the Highlands. Yeah, it is, but it's, it's close to Aberdeen. Or Dundee, really? one of them. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's a few hours away, so we could easily go up on Sunday, sniff about, ask at the shop, like, here, where does Tilda live? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, uh, so, are you, are you sticking with your five or are you changing it? Uh, yeah, I think I'll stick with my five. Right. Uh, do you want mine? Yes. Uh, Kate from the group went on and on about this and tried to get me to watch it. And the more people tell me to watch something, the more just to be a dick, I'm like, yeah, I'll see when I'll get around to that. The idea remakes annoy me. The Psycho remake with Vince Vaughn is a fucking terrible movie. Try to do scene for scene and it's it's shite. Uh, it's the same as two things I forgot what the other movie was. Yeah, same as the Evil Dead remake. In a better way, where Evil Dead remake was violent, gory. They took it and they amplified it, but at the same time, they didn't change a whole lot of it. It was still the, it was still the original product in a kind of fancier packaging. This, I wasn't expecting it to be a a movie that could stand on its own, a, a, a project and a film that is the director's own vision based off a, a gentle Suspiria. He's changed the colour, he's changed everything you know about the original Suspiria and brought it to kind of mirror what's happening today and I thought it was fucking mind-blowing. Absolutely incredible. I was not expecting to enjoy it, let alone love it. As I was watching it, after the, the kind of contorted dance death I went on Amazon and I bought it in Blu-ray so at that point in the movie I was like I am seriously seriously going to love this so I want to own it now even before I've seen the end obviously when the end happened it was like I am glad I've made that purchase uh, this is the way see if, you, see if Hollywood can't think anything new or anything original and want to do remakes this is the way you should do a remake take it and make it your own. Don't just do scene for scene, like the fucking Cabin Fever remake. That shite. Don't do a scene for scene remake. Do something different. You'll never match the magic of the original Suspiria. You'll never match the... If they do a remake of Inferno, you'll never match the magic of the original Inferno. Do it your own thing and give it its own magic. And people are going to come away from it going, fucking hell, man. Now I want to go back and watch the original, but the original's totally different. It's a different curveball, it's a different it's a totally different kettle of fish. This movie was amazing. Performance performances all across the board. Alright, it's like Dakota Johnson, Maya Goth and Tilda Swinton in every every uh, every role. But acting wise, excellent the way it was shot, excellent the way it looked, the colour, the soundtrack by Tom York is fucking such another bold move away from the Goblin soundtrack from the original, because that's kind of fast-paced. It's it's 
it's its, it's his own thing. And then Tom York has gave it this slow, haunting, ghostly soundtrack that matches the colour palette and it just works as a near perfect package. And I gave it a four and a half out of five. But I watched it twice. I think I'll watch it again and I do think that quite quickly it'll, it'll become a five and it'll stay a five. Yeah, it's a pretty bang on movie, man. It's, 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 it is almost perfect. And But the only thing I was uh, I had to say that I didn't say yet was it's interesting that Chloe Grace Moretz, who is a big name, probably next to Tilda Swinton, the biggest name that's in this movie. Yeah. And she's the smallest part. She's a tiny wee part. Yeah. I always is think it? people are doing favours or... Nah, I think probably people just wanted to be. I've never seen any of the directors of our work until yeah. he done this. I'd never even heard of him, which no. is probably appalling. Does uh, he have other work? Is it just like Italian I, stuff? No, he, he has our work. Uh, a lot of it, pretty much everything, I think, apart from the odd few, all have Tilda Swinton in it. So oh, really? that's why that's why maybe it was just a laugh that she was in that role because they're pals. Yeah. I doubt it. I think there probably is more to it, but. Uh, now I'd go back and check out his stuff. He's never—I don't think he's ever done horror before. So for this to be your first horror film, and like *Hereditary*, like a few other movies that have come out recently, this movie is a fucking nightmare trip. It captures the essence of true horror. There's bits in this that, no matter how many movies you watch, you are grimacing, you are shocked, and put out by, and it's. It seriously hooks you in. The, the the Nazi story, they could have dropped that. Like it, I get why they did it. It was very on the nose. But it didn't really... To me, it didn't really go anywhere. So you could cut the run town. Uh, the run town? The run time down a wee bit. But that's just like... Just picking at minor things because... What a movie, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think I could. I don't know what else I can can say about it. Like, I think uh, I was uh, very chuffed, very happy to find a movie that uh, that went that way. That made me feel the way it made me feel. The the, the look. I'm I'm more um, taken by the aesthetics. The way that it looked like the seventies. That was almost enough for me. The the payoff at the end. The you know, and okay, I didn't realise it was Tom York, but I don't really, I'm not a Radiohead fan, and I don't really know any of their songs, so that's maybe me being presumptuous. Um, so, yeah, that, that it was actually banging, yeah. this movie. I, I genuinely thought, to, to, we're talking about it, I was like, I don't actually know if Scott likes us or not. I, I thought you'd be more on the fence, I thought you'd give it a three and a half. Uh, really? Yeah, I thought you'd say about the bits that really you really liked, and then I thought there'd be bits that you'd just be like, what the fuck was that? Or then you just didn't enjoy it. So the fact you give it a five is, is amazing. I like I like movies that make me feel like I felt when I watched Personal Shopper. Ugh, don't even... Don't, do not compare this to Personal Fucking Shopper. There's a you massive, know, massive perhaps, difference between this and Personal Shopper. This perhaps, was good. Art's subjective. Art is subjective and personal shopper is shite. You should, pick, you should pick personal shopper for an episode. I might. Just to give us a, a proper 
discussion battle. It's for you to tell me what you think is good about it and for me to show you what's not good about it. <laughs> It's... I, do you know what? I don't think it's that bad a movie. I just do not like her. I think she's a, a fucking boring blocky wood and Hollywood should really stop casting her. She doesn't do want to act. She doesn't enjoy acting. She doesn't enjoy being uh, a celebrity. She doesn't enjoy anything she does. So do you know what? Just go away. I, I'm fine with it. I don't mean die. <laughs> I don't want to kill her. But just go away. Go, go work in a shop. Go, go wash cars. It's fine. It's, if, you, if you don't want to be in a movie, don't do it. I'm happy with that. Do you know it's it? It's you're you hating Kristen Stewart. It's the same reason we discussed that people just hate Dakota Johnson. True. True. Mm. But you know what I'm like. I'm a fucking flip flopper. I am <laughs> a total hypocrite. We're fine with that. Nobody, nobody's shocked or surprised by that. This is true. Uh, right. So that was Suspiria. Are you? So you're glad you watched it. Yeah. Would you have watched it if it wasn't for picking it for the episode? Um, eventually, probably, but I wasn't. I wasn't in a, me- a mega rush. Yeah, like no, you weren't chasing it up, kind of thing. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I was the exact same. And I'm raging because this would definitely have been in the top five in my movies for last year if I'd bored to watch it. Yeah, I agree too. And I can't put it in my top this year. Because it came out last year, despite what the original poster <laughs> said. I googled it, and I'm sure it said 2019. Have I not, not discussed this before? Like, just put movies in you've watched this year? No, because that's, then, works. No, that's not a then talk. As long as you've watched them, I suppose, then at least your list is going to be better than it was last year. Do you know what? As long as you've watched the movies, I'll be alright with it. Even if it didn't come out this year. <laughs> But you can't really do a top 10 of 2019 if you're going to include movies from the 70s. <laughs> even if even if you've just watched them this year, though, because I'm about no. to watch Taxi Driver for the first time this... No? no? See if Taxi Driver ends up <laughs> in your top 10 movies of 2019. <laughs> this this podcast ceases to exist. Our friendship ceases it, to exist. Is it good enough, though? Is it, is it good enough to end up... Yeah, Taxi Driver, Taxi Driver is an absolutely excellent film. And it right, so it might end up my list then. No, no, it'd be in your top ten of the year it came out. It would not be in your top ten of two thousand nineteen. Right, but what were, what were, what year? So, but your list at the end of this year is is ten movies you've watched because you keep saying to me like, what movies do you need to have watched it to be on the list? Yeah, you need to, you need to have watched it for the list to, for the list yeah. to work. You have to have watched it. And it has you have to, to have, wa- you have, to have watched. You have to have watched it in two thousand nineteen. No, no. It has so, to have came out in 2019 and you have to have watched it. You can't put a thing in your list that you've not watched because you think you're going to like it. What I'm saying is, if I can just get a list from you that is movies you've watched, we're already ahead of where we were last year. So I'm okay with that. However, nobody else is going to be okay with that. And if you put a list up of your top 10 of 2019 and Taxi Driver is on it, you're going to get fucking slated. Rightfully so. So don't do it. All don't right. do it so get that list changed I swear to god see if there's anything <laughs> that came out like years ago what What if you watch Hereditary again and because you still like it are you going to put it on your list because you watched it again this year and you liked it I might actually watch it again to be fair but do you know what <laughs> um, what you're going to really enjoy my, my 31 for October that's coming out soon <laughs> <laughs> You've not been watching it. But do you know what? The 31 October is different because it doesn't need to be horror. 
I Good. think it can just be 31 <laughs> movies that you've watched well, you've seen them before. I'm doing it when it's the Universal Monster Collection because the collection was sitting there and I had to have an excuse to sit and watch it. So I'm not really playing by the rules of 31 October either. I'm sure your list will still disgust me <laughs> and sicken me, but you don't. You can play it fast and loose with those rules. Your top 10 of the year has to be that year or at least the, your first access to it. So even if it came out at the end of last year and it was only at film festivals, so you weren't at Cannes, so you couldn't see a certain film, then obviously it goes in your list this year. But you can't just, but you can't just, oh, Wizard of Oz was great. I've only just watched it, so there, that's number two in my list. Okay. It should be allowed because Wizard of Oz has more horror elements than In Bruges. Um, right, just because the fabled story of the munchkin killing itself in the background, because that's not actually what happens. <laughs> I didn't even know that there was a fabled story about that, but fine. <laughs> Maybe we should pick Wizard of Oz so you can tell that story. It's not a good story. I, it's a it's a conspiracy theory, and then I googled it and like watched the YouTube clip, and it's it's so clearly not what people try and say it is. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, right. Cool. So we will be back after this to close out the show. Hi, all you teenage comet zombies. This is Kelly Maroney, and you're listening to Scott and Liam versus Evil. So have you been watching anything else this week? Um, I have been, I've watched a couple of things. I've managed to fit in a couple of movies today because I've had a day off. Um, but I will keep those cards close to my chest because they're on my 31 for October list. This list is going to be stupid. Well, see, the group, the group seen a watch fractured today. Uh, I posted in it just because I thought I sussed it in the first 10 minutes. Um, that's on Netflix. It was all right. Mm. That's, that's all I'm going to say about it. It's all right. This list is going to be daft. No, well, I'm reading yeah. it right now and it's, uh, Alright. Are, are you are you reading it and hearing me going, Scott, why is that on that list? Yeah, well you just said earlier on that it doesn't need to be all horror. I know, so I know, but I'm just so but there is definitely the your list has issues, yes. I think I think you might find issues <laughs> with a few entries on the list. I find issues in everything you do. Even if there's not an issue there. <laughs> I just I can't help but find an issue in everything. That, you upset that, me. There, um, yeah, there might be. We'll, we'll see. We'll see you on Halloween <laughs> when I post it in the group. <laughs> uh, I've just been going through the Universal Monsters just bit by bit in chronological order. So not much to write home about because you should all be watching them anyway because they're amazing. Uh, and I watched Suspiria twice. I may actually watch it for a third time because talking about it got me excited again. It's been the first time for a while that we've both gushed over the same movie. I think Hereditary was the last one. Yeah. Uh, which is quite good. That's a yeah. good pick, Liam. Thanks very much. Tap yeah, on yeah, the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah, well, well done, well done. Yeah, yeah, you guys are welcome, all of you. Uh, so, cool. we'll be back next week with episode 112, which is Scott's pick. Uh, you have picked it, yes? Yeah, I have picked it, yes, yes. It's uh, it's current and it's... Uh, re- no, it's not current, but it's... It's there, it's, it's a movie. It's, yeah, it's a movie, and it can be tied in to current affairs. Ooh. That's a clue for you. There's a cliffhanger. Uh, so fine, get us on the Flick Chat group. If you're not on there, you should jump over. It's where most folk are just spitballing shit back and forth. Spitballing shit back and forth is not a group that you want to join in. I don't know what I'm talking about. People are just chatting there. It's good chat. Or Facebook group. If you don't do Facebook, Instagram, 
or on Twitter or drop us an email and just be like, hiya, how's it going? I love you guys. Yeah, or send us an actual written letter in the post, but we're not going to tell you your address, so if you actually manage to do that, then we'll probably shake yourselves because you're a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll need to phone tell this one and find out how she dealt with <laughs> us when we turned up at her house in there. So, yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Goodbye. So long, farewell, Alvida, saying goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. <laughs> now do it in the, the style of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so I, I, it's, it's already got an accent on it. Oh, I need to go and practice. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>